All right. So, um, do do we have Valentine's Day plans, guys? I think we should start with: Do you even celebrate Valentine's Day? Do you not? No, I do not. You don't. Since when? We don't. We haven't in years. Not a dinner. Nothing. Mm. Not a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> not a, a candy heart. Nothing. No. No chocolate. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Jenny and I'm joined here with Miriam and Charm. Welcome to our podcast, Mama Said So. And just to reintroduce ourselves, again, my name is Jenny. I am a wife to Bado and a mother of two, Ruby and Braxton. Ruby is going on four in just a few short weeks and Braxton is two. I am also an athletic trainer working as an injury prevention specialist I'm Miriam. I am about to be a mother of two. Any day now, I'll be dropping a second baby boy. My first one is three years old, and by trade, I am a pediatrician. Hey, guys. I'm Charm. I am a wife and mother to two beautiful boys, Ricky Jr. and Jaden, who are four and almost two. And professionally, I have a career in sales and marketing. All right, great. So... Collectively, um, we call ourselves the Three Sisters. Um, we've known each other for a long time. I have my actual sister, Miriam. Um, but uh, the three of us together as a set of friends, we've known each other um, since, or we've been this way since college. And we have experienced uh, the milestones of life um, from college on pretty much together and around the same time. So we always have conversations regarding those milestones and our recurrent space right now in our lives are just being uh, moms to young kids and to toddlers. And of course, our conversations are revolving around that. And so we always provide a listening ear for each other and um, a support system and encouragement for each other. And, you know, it's always good to just talk. I am a big talker. I guess you yes. guys will <laughs> you guys will learn that soon. But I also like to listen to talk. So I um, listen to a lot of podcasts and I love listening to the podcast. And I always uh kind of want to be part of the conversation or have conversations about these podcasts. But I, I uh, noticed that out of the podcasts that I do listen to and the ones that I see out there, uh, there isn't one um, that I can really relate to in this space in terms of young moms or the one that I guess I really enjoy. So I said, why not? Um, so that's what uh, we're doing now and and um we're enjoying it thus far and we hope that you are too so today's episode given that we are um in the season of love we will be discussing love however before we get to that topic we will um go ahead and do our what my child said segment so this is where we give a short story about something weird funny obscure your um that our child has said to us either throughout the week or in the recent past and it's just something that we didn't expect out of their mouths and it kind of took us aback um so you know we like to share those moments have a little laugh about it and then we'll go ahead and move on to our topic so anyone you guys want to go first 
Yeah, so this is Miriam here. So my son, three years old, funny story earlier this week happened during our bedtime routine. So dad's not home, so it's just me and him. So it's nice and quiet. But, you know, we're going through routine, uh, bath, changing clothes, and now we're in a rocket chair sitting down doing the story time. And this little boy is still just so hype. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, as well, past your bedtime. I don't know why we're so hype. <laughs> So we're reading a book, we're reading a book, and he know he's doing his ad-libs, yay, and just really loud. And then I say, shh, let's take it down. And then he's like, mommy, no one's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Jay, that's not the only reason. Like, that's, that's not the only reason. Keep our voices down. Right. Keep our voices down. Because you super loud right now. And then I'm like, and then another, well, I'll save that for another time. But yes, <laughs> if there's no one sleeping, then there's no reason for silence or, you know, just lower tone of voice. <laughs> he was definitely using his outside voice mm-hmm. up until it's time to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's him. All right. So recently, um, Ruby was asking for a snack. And I actually don't even remember what it was. I think it was like Cheerios or something. And they tend to spill that all over and everywhere. So I had this long, drawn-out speech for her. (laughs) Um, I said, okay, I will give you some, but you cannot make a mess, okay? Do not make a mess. Make sure you're watching what you're doing. It goes from the bowl or whatever I was giving it to her in into your mouth. And if it falls on the floor, you pick it up and you throw it in the trash, Okay, and she's like, okay, and she's okaying me throughout this whole thing. And I said, all right, so if it falls on the floor, what do you do? She said, put it in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that is not what we spoke about at all. So, again, (laughs) that's what she did. We are not making a mess. If anything falls, we're throwing it in the in the uh, trash can. So what are you going to do if anything falls on the floor? Put it on the couch. Mm. One more time. (laughs) (laughs) And she finally got it. I guess I had to make my speech a little shorter. Mm. And um, and then she was like, throw it in the garbage. I was like, that's right. (laughs) All right. Here you go. Pretty sure she still was going to put that in her mouth, though. Probably. I mean, nobody wants to waste a good Cheerio. (laughs) Um, so mine, I'll say, is like a small victory this week um, with Jaden, my youngest, who's almost two years old. We finally um, unpacked a box with my oldest old potty and took it out, put it in the room. Um, and so one night at bedtime, I was changing him, getting ready for bed and putting his pajamas on, changing his diaper. And he goes, potty. I'm like, okay, you want to go potty? This is great. Like, you knew it's there. Okay. So I pick him up and I put him down on the potty and he actually pees in the potty for the first time. Wow. Like right away, no prompting, nothing. He was just like potty. So I sit him down, he pees right away. So then after he pees, the potty like makes a little song for him or whatever. And he jumps up with both of his hands and little fists and he says, I did it. Aww. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yes, you did. So we were all dancing and yelling, including Junior, around the room. Like, nice. this is a real victory. So that was actually one of the first times I heard him say I did it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe learn that at school. But yeah. Oh, that's so that's nice. a victory. So nice. follow our potty training journey along with us too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's smooth for you. Yes, cross your fingers. <laughs> Off to a good start, though. 
All right. So, um, do do we have Valentine's Day plans, guys? <sighs> I think we should start with: Do you even celebrate Valentine's Day? Do you not? Nobody? I do not. You don't? Since when? We don't. We haven't in years. Not a dinner. Nothing. Mm. Not a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Not a, a candy heart, something. something. No, no chocolate. It's been a few years. Hmm. Rick so would love c- that. Yeah. And Why you're like we got we have what? to celebrate Valentine's this Day. This is a big occasion, like second yeah. to our anniversary. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> I should remember when you guys were dating. You were like really, really considering what you should get for him for Valentine's Day, and I was like, is it that serious? <laughs> yes, honey. First of all, that was our first date. So it oh. kind of is like an anniversary gotcha. too. Okay. Why did I know sense. that? I mean, I don't know. Hmm. But yes, it's a big deal for us. But that's very interesting. You don't celebrate it at all. No, not dinner. Nothing. In the beginning. Okay. So me and Louis dated five whole five years before we got married first. Okay. So I'm trying to think when's the last time we celebrate? Maybe early in our marriage. You know, first of all, my husband, right? He's like. You know, he's not big on traditions or doing things when people tell you you have to do whatever. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't remember, like, putting that much effort into it, like, planning it. But that's also because maybe I was just, you know, following the traditional thing, like, it should be the guy who plans it anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So I think, you know, between that, like, where he stands with it and then just, you know, getting busy, especially if it wasn't something that fell on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, between residency and training and, you know, work and stuff. It's just like, okay, we don't really have to do anything big. We will schedule something, you know, because we try to do, you know, the date night thing. Or, you know, we do surprises for each other throughout the year, too. Right. That are, you know, on that romantic side. Well, I guess anything between us two would be romantic or whatever. So we kind of make up for it, I guess, you know. So it's just something that I've gotten used to these past few years. Yeah, we haven't celebrated in a long time. Like, specifically, let's make Valentine's Day plans. It's been a while. So let me ask you this. I don't know if this is my memory making this up or not you may want to cut this out but wasn't the trip when he proposed in canada like after a failed valentine's day or something like that like he didn't do what you thought he was gonna do at that point but then later like a couple that's 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 the end of us dating right so let me try to think what it was something that he didn't do that you thought he was gonna do and i thought it was valentine's day but i could be wrong i really don't remember and then when we went to Canada, he did the whole scavenger hunt thing. He did the bat. Like, all of that was kind of like. To make up for. Almost, yeah. Not, I mean, not I that mean, he wouldn't I mean, have done so it anyway. So saying yeah, that yeah. Miriam kind of held it over his head. Like, you didn't do anything for Valentine's Day. I can't believe this. No, but more so, like, he knew it? she was disappointed that they didn't do something. Mm-hmm. So he's like, let me, like, wow her with this. Because it's like, in the, I don't know. I could be you know, when up. I get home, I'm going to ask him about that. I really don't remember that. But in my, in my mind now, I'm thinking to the last time we did celebrate Valentine's Day. And I think it's when we did it collectively. Mm, okay. When we went to, what's the name of that restaurant in the city? The View? I didn't go. Yeah. Remember that debacle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, okay. With the, so, yeah. the horse and carriage yeah, ride. Yeah, the limo yes, ride and all that yep, stuff. Yeah, yep. I think that's the very last time we like formally did something specifically for Valentine's Day. But that's interesting, though, right? Like, they just, like, blew our socks off about that. But limo ride, everything. But this mm-hmm. year and the past couple of years, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not on the same level anymore. 
So oh, then, Sean, yeah. how do you do when when it's come when it's a few weeks approaching? You're dropping like hints. You're reminding him, or he's already working on it, or, or you just set it up. Um, it depends. Like in years past, we have kind of alternated, like who's done okay. it each year. But now it's just kind of like all hands on deck. Like you do certain parts, I'll do certain parts. Um, what's kind of missing now would be like the element of surprise, like because we all know like what we're doing because we got to plan for the kids right, and we got to right. plan if we take time off of work or any kind of overnight trips or whatever. Right, right. Um, but right, you guys like going away. Yes, yes. Even if it's to the hotel up the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, Absolutely. Those that. are valuable. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I will probably do something for each other, but I will be dropping hints that it's coming because in his mind, dates are like not relevant at all. <laughs> not a thing. Especially if it has not to do with thing. like a restaurant reservation. You can't wait. Yeah, no. Yeah. I would. That's one of the things that I would do, most likely. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Jenny? Uh, so, I mean, uh, I don't know what our plans are this year. I mean, he said that we have something planned or he has something planned, but usually what that means is that he has an idea in his mind Mm. and (laughs) that, right. (laughs) And then I have to help him execute the idea. And it's like, (laughs) okay. Um, but I mean, we try to at least do something Mm -hmm. and it, it isn't, it isn't, it is not something huge. It's usually not like a weekend getaway or anything like that. Um, at the very least, it's dinner. But mm-hmm. we do try to do something. And with the Valentine's Day, you guys exchange gifts as well. No, never. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big uh, gift exchange person. Not anymore. He got you that Hershey's Kiss necklace on the Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. And then I lost it. And and you know what he got me the next year? Another one. Really? I was like... He knew you lost it? Yeah, he knew I lost it. Okay, okay. Well, at least he didn't forget that that's what he gave you last year. Because I I met someone where that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Where the guy in a relationship gave the girl a gift and she wasn't really too thrilled about it but he was like so thrilled like he thought that it was the best gift ever mm. and I guess forgot within the year that that's what he got her for Valentine's Day and got it again and she yeah. was so upset like no. what are you doing I was a little like uh, I loved it the first time but that didn't mean you had to buy me another one but yeah I, I do still have the second one to this <laughs> day yes alright so I mean do you, so I guess I guess, Charm, you celebrate with your children? Hmm, I mean, so maybe some mom guilt there. Like, no, I don't (laughs) really even. And maybe they're too young. The extent of what I do is they have a teddy bear and a card or something at the school. And you can, like, buy it and have it. They'll leave it in their cubby at, at okay. nap time. Okay. Yeah. And so before the end of the day, it'll be, like, a personal gift from your parents mm-hmm. kind of thing with a little note. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I just really buy, like, the teachers something small or, like, cards for the other kids with a little lollipop or something. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that back in the day. Yeah. I'm not doing any of it. I mean, come on. Just because other parents have done it for my kid, I feel obligated that I should be involved in this process. Yeah, we haven't been in that space. I don't think last year uh, that happened at Ruby's daycare. Um, <laughs> you know, she's in the school that she's in now this year. I don't I don't know what to expect. I haven't asked. So maybe I'll ask. Yeah. 
Um, you don't want to be the only parent that doesn't bring anything for the other I, kids. I have no <laughs> qualms with that. Uh, but yes. None at all. Sometimes, though, in the past year or two, what's been cute is like Rick will get me a single rose and like have Junior give it to me mm-hmm. as though it's like nice. he's, you know, That's participating. Nice. That's teaching him. Yeah. Which is really yeah, cute. That so, is. Definitely. I can't recall what happened with AJ's uh, school last year either. I don't think they did. You know what? He, where he actually did do something or that I guess we recognize it. Um, his school. Now, when he was younger, the first daycare, mm-hmm. uh, Zadie's, they had the kids do little cards. Mm. For yeah. you guys? Yeah. Which is, I thought was so cute. Bus intentionally doing something for him or with him? No, that hasn't happened yet anyway. We'll see. So one of the other things, too, when you're thinking about, like, Valentine's Day in, specific, in particular, um, it's just, like, how are we showing not love to our children just on that day, but, like, how are we showing love to them every day? And mm-hmm. one of the things that I was thinking about when we are getting ready for this episode is really, like, how do we learn our children's love language mm-hmm. when they're so young and they can't really communicate it back like what do you mean by communicate back reciprocate it it's like we want to obviously show them that they are loved and not go out into the world feeling unloved or alone or anything like that but how do we figure out like <laughs> what are our kids love languages and how are we making sure that they feel loved so well yeah i mean yes definitely a good topic but let's talk about what the love languages are and everything i guess um so there are there is an author who wrote the five love languages book and um in the book he explains the five love languages what they are and then you can also take a quiz on what those five love languages are and uh, you can do that at five the number five lovelanguages.com and uh you know I think it started out with just that you know in terms of uh between five language love languages between couples and uh the author is Dr. Gary Chapman he's also a marriage counselor but um since he has written the book uh it has evolved and um, I think, you know, they have like a there's a five love languages for children book or what have you. But anyhow, the actual five love languages, I believe, are words of aff- affirmation, physical touch, uh, acts of service, gifts mm-hmm. and quality time. Quality time. Yep. So, um, I believe they are the same for children. Um, and with his book, I have not read it yet. I guess this would be a good thing for us to read coming up. But, um, I, you know, I believe they would be the same, but, uh, it seems like this book would, would let us, um, lead us to learn how we, how do we find out what our love languages are? Um, yeah, because it says here, discover your child's love language, assist your child in successful learning, use love languages to correct and discipline more effectively mm-hmm. mm. and build a foundation of unconditional love for your child. So, oh, um, I mean, you know, this seems like a very good resource and that's something that we should look into, but how are we doing it right now? 
Yeah, so I was just when you read that and then mentioned the word discipline. That's mm-hmm. why that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, how do they react when they're being disciplined, or you know, what's the resolution or whatever the case would be? How do we reach that point where we have an understanding? You know, however concrete it could be between you know thirty plus year old and a two year old. Um, I think that's one way to discover it. Mm-hmm. Two, um, discovering what they give you, right. Right, so this is so interesting because it can go so many places. Mm-hmm. But like the household that me and Jenny grew up in, it wasn't like a physical touch um, household. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you know, like hugs and kisses and this that, and the other. I I can recall, and you you know you got. Yep, I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm actually not gonna do that example, but I can just oh. recall just very few distinct moments. It wasn't like part of our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously my husband's different. He grew up in a different family. They are touchy. Will you describe my touchy feely? I don't know, but uh, to us, yeah, compared yeah. to us, yep. it's all relative, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> sure. and so our son is has picked that up. Hmm. And so that had been, or I anticipated this to be a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. And it did not dawn on me actually until a few years ago when Lewis and I were in uh, one of our uh, marriage counseling sessions. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what was the question, what was the topic or whatever, but I distinctly remember the therapist saying, you know that's going to have to change when you have a child, right? Mm-hmm. So he was saying something to the effect of, he gave the example of a child. Like, when your child, he's outside and he's playing around, he scrapes his knee. How are you going to respond to that? Is it going to be like, pick yourself up, let's keep it moving? Right. Or are you going to respond more emotionally to it? Like, oh, let me take a look and, you know, show him that you care and, mm-hmm. you know, take care of the boo-boo, whatever it is. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. And then it, it started just coming back to me Um even in those moments where I would like chastise him or discipline him now, how I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, being intentional about the tone of voice. Um, even now I could find myself, you know, obviously these things can depend on the type of day that you're having. But like if he wants something, so me and my husband were in two extremes, right? So if he wants something and I'm in the middle of something, I really be like, you need to wait. My husband on the opposite end, he'll drop everything. Like he doesn't, he never wants to get AJ to the point where he is waiting like he wants to anticipate his wants and his needs mm-hmm. even before AJ has to ask right. and that's just not how I operate because I do feel like in the real world you're going to have to right. wait mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so, you're going to have to ask say for instance mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of putting my underwear on or whatever <laughs> no seriously right absolutely and he's like mommy can I have a snack or can I have a cup of juice so that this and the other okay AJ give me two minutes let mommy right. finish putting her clothes on and I can do that mm-hmm. that won't happen with Louis you know what I'm saying like no, wow. it just won't, you know? Yeah. And that's just a different, I don't know if that's different love language or that's a, just a different mechanism that we have between the two of us is how, of, how we, um, of how we show him love and attention and affection. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's a challenge because you're like, dang, am I really playing him out right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? By mm-hmm. making him wait or is this the part where they talk about, oh, parents, you got to sacrifice No, or but whatever. I, I think we get it all tangled up because... Yeah. As moms, it's like we want to teach so many different lessons all at the same time. And mm-hmm. I realize for me, it's like I'm one of the only, if not the only person in my kids' lives that are providing some of those lessons, right? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, his father is there, but if he's there with me, I'm doing 
lessons and I'm doing all this other stuff. And he's, if he's there with Rick, it's like he's playing a video game, but he's there. So it's like different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like all these life lessons bottled up in the, in the same second or the same instance where maybe we should just be showing love like mm-hmm. and love only. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like. I don't know. Maybe it's the overachiever in us. Maybe it's our personality type A traits. I don't know. <laughs> but like, we just don't want to miss an opportunity to be like, let me show you this is how right, it should right, be, right. you know, and all the other stuff right. where it's like, maybe we just got to peel that onion back a little bit and just show love and have those moments where we are exclusively focused on love and only love. So two things about that real quick. So me, Lois and somebody else, I guess um, one of our cousins, Tamika, um, had a conversation about that, like how men and women are different. Mm-hmm. So when we are interacting with our kids, it's always like an opportunity for a lesson. Yep. Meanwhile, with dad or whomever else, you know, just be just regular, real mm-hmm. chill. And so on one hand, you can be like, well, this is a good thing, right? It's, it's a balance, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get something different from mom, you get something different from dad. It's not, none of it is bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not lacking in any either one situation. But in the other side, just what you mentioned, should we just fall back and chill and just let it be a you know, a loving moment and give into their request at that time or, you know. Have that balance where we're not always only the disciplinarian. Like, because mm. if they want love, I want them to feel just as comfortable coming to me as That's they right. do they going right. to their father. Correct. You know what Correct. I mean? Correct. Like, Correct. I don't want to X myself out of that. Correct. Because I'm always focused on the lesson. That's interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you guys and I'm um, running different scenarios in my mind and uh, what you just said in terms of always being the disciplinarian and everything, that's that's my role in our family. And there are definitely times where, uh, where Bottle will be like, well, go ahead and ask your mother and Braxton will walk up to me all shy. <laughs> he got he has kind of his hands over his eyes and he's almost a little scared to ask. Mm. And it's and it's um I don't say it's heartbreaking, it but it's can like be. Yeah, it's like like do you really think I'm gonna say no? Because if it is the right time or if you are asking for something that is um appropriate right now. Mm-hmm. Sure, of course, I'm going to give it to you. And of course, I'm going to show you love in that way. And when I see him like that, I encourage him to go ahead and ask. I don't just give him whatever he says, because I do want him to ask. I do want him to also be. And I guess that's the taking on multiple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Trying to do like, mo- multiple Use your things. words right now. Yeah. So go ahead and use your words. And then once he does, I'm like, of course, baby, you know, you know, come here. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, this night and third, let's go ahead and grab it. But even outside of those situations, I, well, let's take a step back because I also, I also want to um, touch on what you said in terms of us growing up and in our household, how physical touch wasn't, wasn't a big thing. But I always remember as while I was growing up that that's something that I wanted. Like I always wanted to hug you or junior and like hug you guys tight or what have you. And uh, maybe not so much other people. Cause you know, I'm not trying to hug people outside my family, <laughs> but um, I, I remember, I remember that not being a thing in our family, but I remember also being like, well, I want a hug. So mm come here this is very interesting because i thought you were going to say about our parents not between me and junior i feel like i would force you guys to hug me but um because you weren't getting it from your parents i don't i don't know you just had the innate i just you know there are times i want to hug right now Mm -hmm. 
I'm all happy and squishy or whatever <laughs> inside. I want to hug. Give me a big hug. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's just what it was. And you remember pulling um, us to you and doing it? Yeah. Like going to your siblings as opposed to your parents. Yeah, I think Junior was more receptive to it. <laughs> oh, maybe it was me. I'm the first boy. I got <laughs> but, so I got all um, their traits. Yeah, right? So, yeah. So I think that, you know, now that I have kids, I do that. Um, as much as I can, and they mm-hmm. do it back. So yeah. you were you were telling you were saying uh, how do what are they giving to you? Like how what are they showing in terms of how they're showing love? They do it back. Like um, one of the things I remember, Bottle and I would say we would be like we can't wait until they can verbalize the words and say mm-hmm. I love you. Like we mm-hmm. can't wait until they say it back to us. And like when they do say it, it's like the best thing in the world <laughs> and you're hugging and yeah. kissing and like Ruby's holding my face mm-hmm. and everything. And we have those moments. We have them almost daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have it with, with each of them mm-hmm. as well. And I try to one thing that I also try to do is if I am disciplining or if something something is going on with one of them and they're like in a tantrum or crying or what have you. Mm-hmm. I look to the other and I try to make sure that I'm not. And I don't know if this is right or not, but I look to the other one and I smile at them Mm -hmm. or I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I make sure that they, one, get some attention too. Mm -hmm. um, So they're not, so they don't, so they don't don't then start to have a tantrum too just because they see that it's an attention grabber. Right. But also, um, you know, just to show them, I mean, I love you too. Like, I I don't know. That's just something that I've done I guess because I felt that it was necessary, I, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I have noticed that they are, I don't want to, I guess that they do express love. Yeah. And they do it in that touchy-feely way where they want to give hugs and kisses and everything, and they say I love you and all of that. Um, so, so that's one thing that I have noticed. But in terms of other things, um, I'm not sure. Like in the, the other love languages, quality time, you know, I guess, you know, Ruby never wants me to leave. Maybe that's a thing. Um, gifts. Oh, forget I about mean, that. Yeah, one. kids right yeah, now. Every kid wants a gift. Right. And, oh, Lord, Ruby is so, like, when you give her something, <laughs> she's like, oh, my, for me? <laughs> she's so <laughs> dramatic. And with her birthday coming up, one of the things that I want to do is move her up into a regular bed. Mm. And I mentioned it. And she's like, oh, my gosh, mommy, really? For me? <laughs> what? Is it going to be a big girl's bed? What color is it going to be? Oh, my and, goodness. Um, I didn't know. I don't know why I didn't anticipate her, you know, being like that. Because after, cause Christmas mm. was a real show. Mm. I was like, this girl <laughs> is so dramatic. Um, that's funny. So maybe that's what it's for, but who, you know, it's like that for any kid, I guess. All kids like to get gifts. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe we should revisit this after we read this book. Yeah. If we I decide think that'll to be read good. It. And I think it's just also being conscious of it too, because I, I can definitely see moments where like my kids are very different. So like I can, I know almost every day Jaden is going to come and he's going to hold me and he's going to, you know, mommy, like he'll yell at Rick to like, if he goes in the room to help him with something, he'll be like, no, mommy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, I feel loved. But mm-hmm. like, and I go and I tend to his needs or whatever. So I know that he feels that love reciprocated. But with my oldest, it's tricky because he is not necessarily the touchy feely, even though I had to hold him almost his first whole year. Um, he wouldn't sleep without being held. But 
I do think that he's a little bit more tied up and like his emotions aren't as clear. And I see it in a, I'll give you one last example, a true distinction between like my, my mother and my mother-in-law and, you know, sometimes he like always wants to go to my mother-in-law's house because she gives him whatever he wants and like buys him gifts and lets him have snacks. And he'll want to go to my mother's house too, but it's not as much excitement and enthusiasm. Like it'll be more like, yeah, I want to go to Shishi's house, but not as like, I want to go to grandma's house. Take me to grandma's house now. You're like, mommy, you go do something else. I want to go to grandma's house. Like, so I, I feel like almost he feels more love there because he's like getting what he wants but like that's not sustainable, you know, for the mm-hmm. rest of his life. Right. You can't like give the kid whatever he wants. But I just feel like in general, he's the one that I would have to figure out because it's not as overt and it's not as like transparent on how he's feeling sometimes. And he's very smart. So it's almost like if he knows what you want, he'll do that as opposed to it being like what he in terms of like, well, how do they show us love? It's mm-hmm. because, you know what I mean? Like if he knows that I always hug him, then he'll come hug me. But doesn't mean that, that we're connecting. He's just reciprocating. He's not necessarily doing it out of right. desire. The depth and like sincerity of like, this is a connecting, a connection. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm still figuring him out. Hmm. That is interesting. Um, Something that is uh, that a place that I'm in right now um, is that I have uh, someone else's child. So my niece um, is living with us and she has been for the past, I guess, two years now. And she's an adult child, um, not 21 yet, but, you know, a lot older than my kids now. And, you know, she's living in our home. So we care for her, obviously. And, um provide for her in a way of providing a roof over her head and all of that. And we don't, I mean, it's very different, you know, with the the age groups and what you have to provide, I guess. But um, I know that there are other blended families out there. There are people who um, marry someone who already has a child or what have you. So I did want to kind of mention this a little bit um, because it is hard uh, to love someone else's child child um I, I I don't I don't I'm not even sure if I want to say those words because for I well I'll speak for myself and I know other people who are in in um situations where they you know their significant other has a child or what have you 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 say and you and this is how you, you react to the person of course I love you you know what I mean you know I, if I didn't love you you wouldn't be you wouldn't be in my house type of, you know mm. of course I love you and I'm going to do whatever I can for you or what have you but there is a bit of a barrier where where uh I, you don't you don't want to overstep your bounds your the boundaries and everything you don't um you recognize that this person, this person already has a mother and a father. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, in our case, and we are not it, but at the same time, we are standing in that place, and it's just, it's really a difficult place to be in, especially when you are, when you have to um, deal with difficult circumstances or what have you. 
um, if there's something that, you know, have to, having to have heavy talks about mm-hmm. something that may be happening with them or even you and having to explain these things to, to the person or mm-hmm. even your expectation of them. You know what I mean? Like there are times where it's like, all right, well, can you watch the kids? And you almost... Um, I, 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 it's just, it's just a, I don't, I'm, maybe I shouldn't have brought this up because I don't know if I have the <laughs> words really right now, but it's just a difficult thing. And you want to, you want to, you always want to do what's right. You want to do what's right by them, especially if they're in your house and you're responsible for him, for them, excuse me. And so you are showing your love in the way that you know how, but then there's also certain bounds because this is not your child. Um, and so it, it's a difficult thing and it's something that you really have to always be kind of thinking about and, you know, how do I do this? What do I do now? And, and especially in, especially if you haven't known this person their whole life, mm-hmm. um, you know, that makes it even harder, but, uh, you have to figure out the same things, I guess. What's their love language? How do they respond? Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you get through to them? How, how do you get through to them? Mm-hmm. How do you, um, how can you impact their lives? You know what I mean? In a positive way. Mm-hmm. What are they going to be taking away from you when they do move on to, you know, their next stage of life and everything? Um, so yes i'll say it again it is a difficult thing (laughs) it is a difficult thing it's just a lot of different dynamics you know it's not the love is not the difficult part it's just Mm -hmm. all the other dynamics that go into it now that the person is in your house but that's definitely valid whether it's family members or step kids or whatever like definitely adds to the circumstance Mm -hmm. all right so we spoke about everyone else uh how are we loving ourselves I took a bath last night. (laughs) (laughs) It was like 10 minutes, so I was feeling pretty loved. (laughs) I mean, you know, I guess the typical things. um, Getting your me time outside the house. So, unfortunately, being married, it takes, you know, being married, excuse me, and having kids, a lot of different moving parts have to work in order mm-hmm. for that to happen definitely so one you have to be fortunate to have a husband that can help you out with that or yeah. you know whatever your support system is because you know there may be some <clears throat> wives out there or women out there who have their uh partners who you know work away from home or you know mm-hmm. or just not there um every single day so whatever support system that you do depend on um them showing up when you need to so they could get that time away um, get that me time in. I think that's how we show love to ourselves. Yeah. What I did today, just getting a manicure and pedicure, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think part of loving myself is taking control of how I show up in the world. And then part of that is physically. So. No, that's definitely valid. Yeah, so I think I mentioned this in the last um, episode, but uh, I really try to or sometimes when I when I can or really feel that I need it I try to either protect my peace or when I do have peace I try to revel in it like I'm like (laughs) loving it and you know just trying to uh either relax to the max in that time or do whatever you know what I mean um 
do whatever I need at a time when I don't have anything or, or anyone uh, that's trying to uh, fight for my time. So when those peaceful, peaceful moments arise, I, re- I really just seize them. Uh, definitely try to seize them. And then also sometimes there are times where I uh, just have to, you know, say to myself, all right, just do it. Just do it. You know, even last night and doing my hair and staying up super late, it's like, well, I need to just do this um, because I can't go on like this. I can't go on like this. Just do it. Don't consider, you know, uh, whatever needs to be considered. Um, uh, just do it. Get it done. And then you move on to whatever else that, that you have to do. Because if I didn't do it last night, then this weekend would have flown by without me doing it. And uh, then I would have been mad at myself. And mm-hmm. who wants to be mad at themselves? So sometimes you just do it. Whatever you got to get done, you just do it. And uh, unapolog- unapologetically so. Mm-hmm. And keep it moving. So I think for me, um, loving myself, I think is a journey. Like I never really had issues coming up like having self-confidence or self-love um but I feel like once I got to a place where I was actually married and now having children it's almost like I need to redefine what loving myself actually looks like because Mm -hmm. like yeah in a sense there has to be some patience with myself there has to be some you know allowing myself to you know maybe I wasn't the best parent today because he watched three hours of tv and like you know let let myself feel the guilt a little bit but then not like go ring myself over the coals about it like understanding that I am a human and I do like I needed to clean my house like (laughs) it just wasn't gonna (laughs) both happen so but I also think that love for me and this may be like just really in the past couple weeks coming up for me is like okay a part of loving myself is also pushing myself to figure out like what's next and pushing mm-hmm. myself to not forget about the purpose and the destiny that's in me and making sure that when I do leave this earth, I leave empty. And I, I don't feel like that's just going to happen. I feel like you have to be intentional about that. Yeah. And I align that with love because like I can't just forget me. Like I can't forget about me. I have to make sure that in loving myself, I appreciate the gifts that God has given me and I'm not just letting them fall by the wayside because I'm caring for everyone else. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't have that figured out yet, but I am going to be intentional about figuring out like what's next. What does God have for me in this season of my life where I don't have as much time? I, you know, obviously have obligations and things that I'm committed to, but there's something there that I'm like, you know what, take that time. Like, make that prayer time or make that that journal time or whatever it is to figure out like those next steps so that's how i'm trying to love me that's really good and um did you want to say something else yeah just a quick point how you you touched on it a little bit as far as it it is a journey so it's you know because not only you're talking about learning yourself but who is self right because self evolves over time as well exactly so that's you know that's that's uh always happening so the way you do it too will change especially because you're talking about now you are incurring more and more responsibilities being a wife being a you know part of a head of a household being um being a mother and being things to other people too there may be other you know obligations mm-hmm. that you have outside yep. the home that don't have to do with work that don't have to do with your kids but you're still indebted to other people mm-hmm. too 
and helping them out with their walks of life or whatever the case may be. So all that's going to go into, I know, a conversation that we'll have later regarding identity. Yep, that is definitely a good, um, this is a good springboard (laughs) to um, our next episode, which is in regard to identity. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, You can always let us know what you think and what your thoughts on our thoughts, thoughts are on love, excuse me, um, and just express that to us um, on this platform and uh, let us know what you think. Let us know how you enjoyed this. Um, and then we will see you guys in the next episode where we're discussing identity. Bye. Bye. See ya.